Hey everyone, this is your host Josh Baker with the Intelligent Conversations podcast where we believe everyone has a form of intelligence that resides within them. Our goal is to encourage these type of conversations for our audience to listen to. Without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today I have the honor to speak with Brian Winch. He's currently the owner of Clean Lots, which is a litter removal service for parking lots. He started back in 1981 when it was just a side gig and has since grown it to a six-figure business. He is also the author of the book that describes how you can grow that side gig to a six-figure business. So Brian, thank you for coming on. I'm really excited to hear what you have to say today and just learn more about you. But I think well, everyone is I think everyone is just as interested as I am right now. How do you come <laughs> up with this business idea to clean up, remove, like remove litter from parking lots? Actually, it was my dad's uh, side gig uh, way back in the, the 70s. Um, he was a, a janitor uh, for his full-time job. And so he would supplement the family income by doing extra odd jobs like um, uh, clearing snow, uh, cutting grass, but also cleaning up litter from a nearby, nearby shopping plaza, not too far away from our, our house at the time. And um, he had taken me along with him a couple of times when I was probably, you know, 12 or 14 years of age. And I remember how easy it was to do, you know, uh, we would just walk around the property and sweep up any litter material, like, you know, tossed mm -hmm. coffee cups, cigarette butts, uh, fast food wrappers into our collections tool. And, and pretty much the time it took us to walk the property, we were done. He would, we'd go home, I'd go to school, he went to work. And so, um, you know, uh, uh, several years later, when I was uh, 21, I was working a full-time job uh, at a sporting goods company. Um, I, I just decided I, I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. And, and when I say that, I mean, you know, working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, to be honest, I, 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 um, I didn't have a lot going for me at the time because I barely graduated high school. I, I didn't go to college, didn't have a lot of money in the, in the bank. Uh, and you know, not a lot of skills, obviously. So, uh, but so when I was looking for, you know, what could I do with, you know, with the rest of my life, what would I like to do? And, you know, I, you know, I started doing, uh, an inventory, if you will, like, you know, you know, what do I like to do? What don't I like to do? And I decided, um, I, I really enjoy working outside and, uh, you know, a simple service providing a simple service is oftentimes the the easiest way to or quickest way to start start a business and and uh, you know what the saying is you know people uh people are not not pigs but people trash parking lots people make messes and uh, and you know what a lot of times they don't want to clean up after themselves they'll hire somebody to do it so um i decided to test the market you know for for that um that service and um i the there was no internet back then. Uh, the internet of the day was the big fat yellow pages telephone directory. So I let my fingers do the walking is what this, the saying was back then. And, and I went through uh, property management, list of property managers uh, under the property management categories in the phone book. And I started cold calling. And about three or four in, um, uh, I, a prospect said, yep, uh, here's the addresses. Go out and give me some quotes. And that was our first client and it all scaled. It all grew from there. The, the learning curve started for me. <laughs> that, yeah, that's so cool. And I, as you were talking about it, it reminded me, I, I feel like I'm actually kind of in that position as well. So I graduated high school 
uh, back in 2021, so June. It's almost been a year. That's crazy. But I I got out and same thing. I was like, I, I don't really know exactly what I want to do, but I know for sure I want to start a business and college tuition is too expensive for me. And that's something I don't want to do. And I looked at things and I remember I talked with a guy and he's like, well, window cleaning, there's not too many people that do that. And I was like, that doesn't sound too bad. So I started a window cleaning business and here I am a year later. And I'm like, you know, this isn't, this isn't that bad of an idea. I can see how I can scale this pretty quickly. So yeah. I, I, I kind of interested, I mean, <laughs> granted I might have the internet as an advantage. I cold calling seems a little daunting to me, but it, it's no well, big deal. Right. But yeah, no, it, it, it isn't. And I'm an introvert. Um, so, you know, I'm not a natural born salesman. I'm not somebody who likes to talk. Uh, a lot of people have the perception that, you know, if you're going to be a salesman, a salesperson, you know, you, you know, you have to, you know, uh, you know, be an extrovert, if you will. Yeah. But, you know, you, you as a business owner, um, you, you learn you have to do certain things and you find the motivation to do them uh, in order to, uh, you know, to grow your business. And, you know, really what I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to sell um, anything to these people when I when I pick up the phone and, and, uh, and call a prospect. All I'm trying to do is obtain uh, the, the contact information so I can build my own um, prospect list. And then I can either, uh, you know, send them uh, material uh, by email or I can mail postcards, whatever I want to do. But I've got that valuable contact information. And uh, and then, you know, when I get to the point where I'm reaching out to them, um, again, I'm not selling them anything. What I'm really doing is uh, explaining the benefits, how my service can benefit them. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's, it's it's worked really well for me, you know, for over 40 years now. Yeah, I it's funny you mentioned that I was talking with the guy yesterday. He was saying the most important thing when it comes to, you know, gaining prospects and all of that, it's you, you have to, you have to ask questions and see, Hey, what are your needs? What do you want? Right? Like, is this something that, is this a problem for you guys? I mean, I could help you out if you need. Right. And then that's where you start transitioning to salesman mode, if you will. And that that's where you start getting bigger clients and just, snowball effect from there. So I kind of want to, I want to ask you this. I, I I know, I know the answer is, but I, I want to the audience to kind of get your perspective on this. How uncomfortable was it to just start a business and just, did you still work full-time somewhere else or did you yeah. just say, you know what, let's go for it? Uh, well, no, I was working um, a full-time job. And I, I had to because I didn't have a lot of money, you know, to just to start a business and support myself. So um, I was working full time and I started the my side gig on on the side and I started with uh, with three properties. And, um, you know, um, I, you know, and it, I built it from there and I I, I had a, a pretty steep learning curve because, like, you know, I didn't have a background in marketing or sales or business mm-hmm. or anything like that. So, you know, I, I had to learn from doing like, you know, how to start a business, you know, um, the steps to open up a bank account, uh, you know, uh, legal structure for your business, et cetera, yeah. and then marketing. And a lot of that material back then, you know, you could get from the library or bookshelves or, you know, newsstands nowadays, it's, it's you know, readily available on the internet. Mm-hmm. So it's that much easier, I guess, to, to start, but, you know, you just, um, you know, you, you learn from doing and um, um, uh, you, you make mistakes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes, but, 
you, you have to learn from them. And, and what did I do wrong there? And, uh, and then just move on. Yeah. So how, like you mentioned mistakes, how do you, I think the biggest thing, especially I've seen a lot of kids as they're, you know, exploring, seeing what they want to do with their life. How would you say like they come over that fear of failure? Cause I think a lot of people struggle with that. How would, what would be your suggestion there? Well, a lot of people I find um, um, don't take that first step. You know, they mm-hmm. you know maybe come up with a plan and they're, they procrastinate and they said, oh, you know what? I was going to do this today, but I'm not up for it. Well, you know, they try to rationalize in their mind, you know, um, this isn't a good day uh, and I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. And they put it off. But I find that you just need to jump into it, uh, come up with a plan and, you know, something that is workable. And, you know, you don't want to say, I'm, you know, today I'm going to put six hours in doing this and it's got to be this. And these are the results I need, you know, just one simple step at a time and, and it just and build from there. And, you know, you're going to get a lot of no's. Okay, no, I'm not interested mm-hmm. or no, right, whatever. But even if they said, well, just send us more information. I mean, that's great, you know. And so, like I have a saying, you've got the three Ps. Uh, you've got to be passionate for what, what you're doing and be patient and be persistent. And the key is maybe the first one, being passionate. And, you know, maybe you don't really have to, you know, love, uh, absolutely love what you're doing, but you have to at least like it. And and feel satisfaction for for what you're doing and the service you're providing, because if you have that going for you, um, if you're going to run into the bad days or you don't feel like doing much, um, you're going to remind yourself, well, you know, I, I just want to share this. I want to share my information, my service with other people. And, and with that attitude, if you have the right attitude and, and um, you know, you follow through you know, you will become successful, but it's a step-by-step. It doesn't happen overnight. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It does not happen overnight as much as I think that's one of the cons I would say of the internet, social media, all that is you just see instant successes, right? Like you're just like, Oh my goodness. Like how did they do it in that time? Like you're just blown away. Right. And I'm like, it's almost better to take that step back and like, look and say, you know, you've actually done quite a bit. Like that was something I did back in like towards the end of the year, December, I was like, did I really do anything? I feel like I didn't do anything. And then as I'm looking, I'm like, holy crap. I feel like I've lived like 10 lifetimes. It's something crazy, right? It's, I I was just blown away. I I could not like even process that. I'm like, you know, you actually have come a long way. And the thing is, is we're so stuck in like, I think the present sometimes as much as you want to be in that present moment, sometimes it, you need to look back and say, yo, like I've done some pretty cool things and I've done, I've done, I've worked towards this. And again, it's that first step that I think is just so critical, but this is something I always like to ask people and that's action, right? Like you have to be able to act. I mean, it's one thing to say it and say, all right, this is what I'm going to do to be my first step. What actually like motivates you to take that first step and to act? Well, you know, with the, the realization that nothing will happen if you don't take that first step, if you don't act. I mean, if, if you do nothing, you get nothing. So, you know, um, it's it, you know, like you hear a lot of um, celebrities, whether they're actors or, 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 or athletes, hockey players, you know, whatever. Um, they often, you often hear them say, well, you know what, um, just before they go on stage, just before they go out on the field, they've got the butterflies, they've got the stage mm-hmm. fright, you know, and, and so, you know, everyone uh, has those feelings, but once they start playing or they start acting or whatever, they performing, 
the butterflies go away. So it's the same thing if you decide, okay, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm, you know, whatever it may be, you, you just have to, uh, you know, sit down and say, okay, I'm going to get started. And then once you start taking those steps and you start moving along, it, it, it just flows from there. And it's that much easier to continue, you know, doing what you're doing. So it's almost like being nervous, being scared is almost a normal thing. Like yeah. it's a completely normal to feel yeah. that way. Yeah. And the more you do it, uh, the easier it becomes. And, you know, you made a good point earlier about, you know, um, a lot of people, you know, they want success now. And you hear these stories about overnight successes. And then you 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 dig a little bit deeper and you find that those overnight successes, <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> no. overnight. They put years, they put years into it. And it doesn't matter, man, you know, matter if you're a rock band. I mean, you know, uh, th- those bands started out from the very bottom as a garage band and then a bar band. And then, you know, they, they, they paid their dues and then they're discovered and people find out about them and they think, Oh, you know, overnight sensation. And, and that's part of the media. They, they, they like to sell that. Oh, you know, this band is an overnight success or whatever the case is, but it doesn't come unless you put in a lot of work and that in, in the experience. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. The overnight success thing, especially and something I like, to think maybe maybe I'm wrong, but something that I like to think on that is that most of the time you have to work hard, right? Those five, six, seven, ten years, right, in order to create that opportunity for you to become an overnight success, right? Because there's certain opportunities that are presented to you, and if you didn't work to get to that point, then it won't even be like a question of whether you would be there or not, right? So I think especially those celebrity stories and stuff, they always have this, oh yeah, I just, I was working like insane hours. And then I, I just came home one day and then a call on the phone came and it just changed my life. I'm like, well, why did they even call you in the first place? Right? Like you had to create that opportunity for you to get that phone call in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? And a lot of people say, oh, he was lucky or, you know, it's luck. And I don't buy that because you make your luck. You know, you have to be in place to, to, to obtain that luck, you know, and it it all comes from what you've done and what you've set up uh, previously to get to that point and to be, you know, called lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's uh, there's something that a lot of people have been telling that I've, I've been hearing a lot. It's like 60% of success is consistency, like showing up every day, being consistent. And then 30% of it is uh, just sheer knowledge, right? Like knowledge that you've gained over experience that you've gained over time. Then the 10% is luck. And I'm like, well, the luck part, I, I have to disagree with a little bit just because I think you create that luck. Like you said, you have to create that luck as time goes on. Yeah. But I, I meant I mentioned consistency there. How how important do you think that is? I I, I think I know where this is heading. Well, you know, you got to keep plugging away uh, until you you uh, achieve your goals. Um, so, you know, in my case, when I started out, I, I wanted to get you know one building, one client, start from there because I realized I had a lot to learn. You know, like what tools uh, I should use or that w- would work best for my service. Uh, you know, what what's the best time of day to service a property, etc. 
So uh, basically, you know, you just have to keep plugging away with the, the, that goal in mind. And the, the goals, you know, they can't be way up, you know, that you're never going to reach. They, they have to be very simple and manageable goals to achieve. And so, you know, when I, uh, you know, tell other people that, you know, um, I help start uh, a business similar to mine, you know, to, to focus on getting that one client and just start, you know, with these simple steps and it builds from there. And then once you get that, that client, you're going to learn a lot. They're going to learn about uh, your service. And, and uh, if they like what you're doing, they're going to send more work your way. And then, you know, you get referrals and word gets around, et cetera. And it all continues to grow and build uh, uh, from what, you know, the seed that you planted. And, but, you know, you got to take that step to plant that seed as opposed to just thinking about it. You know, you know, one of these days I'm going to do this or, you know, one of those, one of these days I'm going to do that. And so, you know, like I say, you're going to have good days and bad days, but at the end of every day, it's good to just think, okay, you know, what did I accomplish today and build on that? And if, you know, like I say, you're going to, you know, some days you're not going to have good ones. Well, you know, at the end of the day, it's over and then, you know, move on the following day. And if you keep plugging away at it, and if you're persistent and you're patient, you will be successful. And you probably heard the same uh, stats too. A lot of people that start businesses, and especially the ones that are chasing the dollars, you know, that mm. they, they buy these scams where they're, you know, they actually want to believe they can make $10,000 a day working only 20 minutes a day in the pajamas. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe the people selling those schemes or scams are making the, uh, that kind of income and that oh, money. Yeah. But you know what, you've, you've got to be realistic and you've got to put the, the work in and find something that you enjoy doing. And just keep plugging away and build upon those successes, however small they are. And, and you know, and the, like I've been in this business, the same business for, for 41 years now. So it does come easier based on what all the groundwork I've put into my business. You know, I mean, I've got a lot of testimonials. I've got a lot of happy clients with, you know, good reviews. And, you know, I've built, you know, all these things in my business, et cetera. And um, the only way someone is going to get to that same point is when you start out and you just keep building. It doesn't happen overnight. Oh, yeah. I, again, it's success doesn't happen overnight. And I like that you mentioned the goal setting there and how to that not set realistic goals. I, I think that's important. So I, I want to ask you this. What would be your goal setting strategy for, let's say, someone that has no clue like well they know what they want but let's say what would be your way to help them set goals so then it's actually manageable and they can achieve it well you you need to be motivated so like the one thing about being in business for yourself you you have to be self-motivated so you have to decide right from the onset um you know do you have that personality you know uh, can you work for yourself if you want to work for yourself um, whatever it is, you have to be self-motivated in order to do these things as opposed to, you know, relying on somebody else to do it for you. And, uh, and then, so find, find something, um, you know, maybe it's a hobby that you enjoy doing or, or somebody has told you, you know what, you'd be really good this or that. And, you know, find, you know, something that you enjoy doing and then look to see how you can monetize that. Um, you know, it, whether it's a book or, or whatever, and, and then uh, do some research as to how you can do that. And like I say, these days with the internet, it's easier than ever and oh, quicker yeah. than ever to, you know, to find the resources you need and then put together a plan as to how you're going to begin and start that. And it just, you know, step by step. 
And I tell a lot of people the best way to do this is, is on the side, as a side hustle or side gig. And, and then you're not uh, under, you know, a lot of financial stress to, you know, to, uh, you know, come up with the money and, and uh, you know, a lot of people, and there's no need, quite frankly, to go out and, and get a massive loan unless you're, you know, starting a bricks and mortar, you know, type of business where, you know, it's a retail store or a restaurant. But if you're offering a service, uh, there's no reason why you can't, you know, base that business from your home. Um, or, you know, like a lot of online, you know, if you're, you know, marketing products too, uh, digital products, you know, you can do that from home and, but start small and, and, you know, with a plan. And then at some point, like with, with me, I, I was only doing this, my, my service as a side hustle for about three to four months before I was making more money, uh, you know, on the side than I was from my full-time job. And so it was easy when I got to that point to decide, okay, you know what, I, I'm going to quit my full-time job and de- devote all of my energies to my business. Oh yeah. That, that right there, it's, uh, it's from the book, uh, rich dad, poor dad, right? It's where you take that passive income from your side hustle. And eventually it beats out where you're originally working your nine to five. And you're like, you know, I could quit this because I'm making enough from the business <laughs> And eventually you get to a point that uh, it's making even like double or 10 times more than what you would see that. I mean, you said that you grew it to a six figure business. That's incredible. Like that's something that not too many people get to hear. So, well, well, and again, it didn't happen overnight. You know, Um, when I started out, I was quite content just to work for myself without employees, you know, and, you know, keep it really simple. I didn't want the headaches of uh, having people work for me. And I did that for four years. And I, you know, I was doing over a hundred thousand dollars a year and this was back in the eighties, early eighties. And so, but then um, my clients, they, they wanted more of me <laughs> and, you know, there's only so much to me to go around. I can't be everywhere at the same time. So then I, I came to the realization that I can get people and good people, you know, that, that uh, and I didn't have to be afraid of you know, someone stealing my business and or not showing up. I mean, there, there's obviously easy ways to weed those prospects out. But um, I reached back into maybe some some of my friends or some of my coworkers. Or there's always people that are motivated to to do something you know similar, um, but not maybe not necessarily you know uh, start the business themselves. They just want to make the money, do the service, but you know they have no intention of stealing your idea. And I've had a lot of the same people working for me for 20, 30 years. Um, and, you know, out of that whole time, you know, there was a couple of bad apples, but, you know, they sh- the signs show up pretty quickly and you just weed them out and, and then you move on. Yeah, I that's amazing. I, I like that you recognize and you pointed out that you're like, all right, there's only so much of me, right? And I, I've started to see some of this too. So I've, and thank goodness we have the internet, right? Where I can outsource to other people to do things right that live in completely different countries right mm-hmm. it's like this podcast i outsource some of the jobs in order to bring it together because i'm like there's i just don't have the time to do it right mm-hmm. so I, I i like that you mentioned that then you realize that and again you have to you have to weed through the bad apples you have to and eventually you'll find those good people yep. that will just do exactly what you want and you're like this is great like it's mutually beneficial. So I, something that keeps coming up and I want to drop this as the intelligent question of the day is motivation. So I want to ask you, I I know this might be a tricky question to answer, 
But the intelligent question of the day is, how do you find motivation within yourself? Well, I guess I was born to be self-motivated. Um, again, I, I, it just comes back that if I don't do it, you know, who's going to do it? You know, not, it won't get done unless you, mm -hmm. you do it. And uh, whatever the result may be, you know, you've done your attempt, you've made your best effort. Um, it's either successful or it isn't, and you learn from it. And, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you should do everything. In some cases, you might find out, you know, uh, you don't particularly like doing a certain task. Well, maybe you can farm it out. You know, you get somebody else to do it for you or whatever. But at the end of the day, um, you know, um, you, you just learn that, you know, if you're in business for yourself, um, you, it, it all comes down to you. And, you know, you have to have that self-motivation rather than just motivate. You know, a lot of people say motivation, you know, you got to be motivated. But but if you're if you want to do great things whether it's for yourself or, or who, somebody else, you have to have that self-motivation, you know, and, and I guess for everyone, it's, it's a little bit different. You know, it's hard to explain, you know, what is it, what makes you self-motivated? What makes me self-motivated? Motivated. At the end of the day, it's a little bit different for everyone, but it, um, it just be, being able to find and reach deep down and, you know, find the reason to, to do what you want to do. Everyone that's listening right now, that is the intelligent answer of the day right there. That was, that was awesome. And I kind of want to add on to that. And I think, yes, you're, you're right. You have to find that motivation within yourself and it's unique to everyone, right? Like you said, it's passion, patience. And what was the third one? I Pers Persistence. Persistence. I knew it. I was going to say perseverance, but I was like, I don't think that's it. No, it's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So Anyway, back to the passion. I was like, that that right there, I think, is really what it comes down to, right? You have to really like truly believe in your like heart that even though like this is hard, you have doubts, you're fearing failure, right? Those butterflies are in you that you have to hope that things are going to get better. You have to hope that you're actually going to get where you need to be. And you just love it so much that there's no such thing as failure. It's only learning yeah. for you. So that's, that was, that's kind of my thoughts on that. So I, I, we're beginning to look at wrapping up here. I'm thank you for coming on, but I know that you mentioned, I mean, you've been talking about your business and all of that. People want to do business with you, or if they want to, I know you mentioned you had a book, if they want to get a hold of that, what's the best way they can do that? Reach out to you, things like that. Okay. Well, I've written a book based on my experience. Um, starting and operating a, a simple parking lot litter cleaning business, uh, starting with you know very little money. Uh, it's called Clean Lots, America's Simplest Business. And uh, you can find that um, on Amazon and all the, the online bookstores, but also from my website, which is cleanlots.com. And if you go to my website, cleanlots.com, um, there's a free PDF download. If you're, you know, if you want to consider my service opportunity, you know, if you want, if you're interested in starting that in your own city, uh, it's a free download and, and it, it, it asks you those questions, you know, uh, you know, uh, would you like to do this and et cetera, et cetera. And then also if you want to really see the service that I provide on my website as well, there's a three minute video that shows me walking a property and cleaning up the litter material. And you can, you can see it really is almost as easy to do as going for a walk. 
Yeah, that's thank you for sharing that. So everyone that is listening, I'm talking to you guys in the audience now. Be sure to go check that out. I think I will definitely be going to check out that. I want to see how easy that is. If it is just a walk in the park, I'm sure it is. And I I thank you, uh, Brian, for coming on. I really enjoyed having you on, what you had to share. So just thank you overall, man, for coming on. Thank you, Brian, for sharing your thoughts and sharing your valuable insights with us today. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thanks, Josh. All right, everyone. As you can tell, that is Brian Winch. As you can tell, he's a very intelligent person, has great things to say. And I would challenge you guys again to go check out his website and download that PDF so then you can learn how to start a business similar to that. But stay tuned till next week. We have a great guest lined up for that week as well. See you guys next week and let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. We release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We could not have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and fill out the form there. Thank you guys again, and let's get after it.